there has been tremendous excitement all over North Texas. In fact, arguably all over the country when the announcement came down about the National Juneteenth Museum. It's going to be built in Fort Worth. In fact, I guess it's under construction right now. But it's going to be a really special place, not just a local place. They uh, looked everywhere, sort of high and low, had a lot of competition to see who could come up with the right kind of a design. And they they tagged an outfit that really has had done a lot of work in our area. It's a St. Louis-based company called KAI. And uh, the CEO is Michael Kennedy Jr., who joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. It's good to be. It's good to be here. I, this really is. This is. I mean, there are a lot of special projects, but this one, this one must be extra special. I would think there are a lot of eyes on this one. Oh uh, yeah, this is a. This we're very excited to be uh, a part of this historic project. Um, it's it's significant to us as an African American owned firm. Um, we've been in the Texas marketplace uh, out of the, the Dallas-Fort Worth region since the early 90s. Uh, we were founded in St. Louis, but but our Texas office is our largest uh, design location. Well, I can and, see, it. and a uh, lot of it just in this area right around here. Th- that's right. That's right. So tell me on this particular project, and we'll talk about some of the other because you you're doing some really interesting things and a wide variety of things. But how do you approach something like this? You know, when I when I knew we were going to talk, I started thinking about museums that I like and museums that I don't like. You know, the I, I think I like interactive. Um, at first, one I ever saw was the Guggenheim when I was a kid. And you, you know, take an elevator to the top and sort of slowly walk down and the art passes you by and. Uh, you know, the World War II Museum in New Orleans or Holocaust or in here or uh, the Olympic Museum in Colorado Springs is interactive. And it's not just a stagnant thing. It looks like that's what you're doing here. Yeah, we've had an opportunity to work with uh, on some amazing museums, but we also have a partner uh, by the name of Big. And they're, they're, they're a pretty big firm actually out of Europe. And uh, they're the lead design firm, and we're the architect of record. Uh, and their uh, their work is absolutely amazing. It's why we partnered with them. We've had a, we have had opportunities to uh, work on museums like the St. Louis Art Museum uh, here in St. Louis, uh, other contemporary art museums around the country. This one is just so significant in in the way that they laid that 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 it out to uh, fold into a neighborhood community. Um, I think that's what it's not on a big plat of open ground. It's uh, in, it's embedded in the middle of a neighborhood and the way it ties to the historic south side of Fort Worth. And uh, and, and it's going to have all of these different resources to weave that that community together is uh, is, is really what's a differentiator for this museum. I was personally inspired by the African-American uh, museum in Washington, D.C. and the way it just tells a story as you go through each floor. Uh, and there's a big story to be told at this museum as well. I, I was looking at your yeah, on your website at some of the projects you've had. You really have had a wide variety of you know everything from aviation to entertainment to water. But in your cut line is uh, KAA strategic growth focused squarely on transforming communities. That really puts a lot of pressure on you. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a it's a lot of pressure, but it's it's what. It's, you know, the opportunities that we've had starting in the 1980 uh, and starting in 1980, most of the opportunities our firm had was in our communities. And um, my father uh, started the firm 
uh, with the premise of of making sure that our projects, you know, moved our communities forward. And um, even though we got into a heavy infrastructure and, and other major projects, we never stopped making sure that a key component of our firm was was the ability to transform a community. Uh, and because the opportunities we had were to work in some of the worst areas in America. And um, we, we've leveraged that into, into what we are today, but now we transform them in a much wider impact through transit, through, um, through infrastructure, and, and then through nonprofit work and community work and museums and quasi work like that. Uh, but, you know, restoring hope, re- reigniting the ecosystem, that's really what our work is all about. We're, we're family-owned design and build firm. And more than 40 years ago, we're, we're just trying to bring these communities back together. You work with really long lead times on all your projects. I guess by necessity, but you're, it starts with you. And it's a good many years before the project actually starts coming out of the ground and is done. So what sort of disruption was there during, during COVID? Did everything shut down? Did the, was there a gap in the pipeline coming forward? I think there was a pause because everybody wanted to figure out how, how do we get anything done in this environment? Um, how do we, you know, safety was the first priority and, you know, people still had the uh, a very, very vivid memory of the of the banking crash in 2008, 2009. Sure. So how is this going to affect our economy? Um, I, I think that um, as everyone realized there was a light at the end of the tunnel and that the banking system didn't fail and crash. Uh, the major issues that everyone had in, in COVID had to do with supply chain. Uh, and if you had current projects going on, it was very difficult to get an inspector to even show up. Yeah. So um, people were like, let's wait and see till things settle down. So you're starting to see things pick up again, um, but for you know interest rates rising in, in, the, in the, you always want a regulated downturn not a surprise downturn <laughs> so did it affect the, the way you design though you know but because one of the things we heard during it and just coming out of it is you know there's all this open space stuff is gone uh that working together and collaborating everybody wants to be sequestered off so you don't you know cross infect somebody else and uh you know apartments are going to have to be bigger and have work from home spaces and everything's going to change i don't know if it changed or not it, I think we're forever changed. I think every employee, employee, employer out there is dealing with the um, the the mindset of the employee changing. But there's certain aspects of different companies that you can't, you just can't innovate isolated. You can't innovate all by yourself, and uh, you you have to bring your teams together. Uh, what we figured out, at least what we're trying and attempting to still, you know, evaluate. But it seems to be working is a is a flex work, not a full work from home, uh, because to recruit and get the talent you want, people have gotten accustomed to figuring out I want to have some work life balance and work from home. Uh, it won't limit our production, uh, but we we saw that it's very important for our teams to get together, especially if you have young people in your firm. How do you learn to put a building together? So you know we have a work from home Monday and Fridays, and then and then uh, we we have try to say we have core days in the office Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and that's when we collaborate, plan a lot of our meetings for our teams to, on our projects. Although they're constantly working through virtual communication all day while they're at home, uh, we are we we are uh, asking everyone to be in and collaborate Tuesday through Thursday in the office, and that's not 
uh, to say we can't say, nope, we've got to come in Monday. We This has to be done for a client or uh, somebody can't, you know, be, be home one of those other days because something in life comes up. But again, we're family business and, and we try to try and make everybody feel like. Family. So did this translate into to a design consideration when you put pencil to Well, you don't put pencil to paper anymore. You, you put mouse to CAD cam <laughs> or whatever. And you're designing something like the National June, Juneteenth Museum. I mean, do you try to avoid cues where people are bunched together or is that are people just back accustomed to standing in line or moving as a group? Oh, you're talking about in the design of the museum. Um, you know, those space considerations and uh, th those details are a little beyond my scope as the CEO, but I will tell you uh, a lot of different and new innovations are going into museums. Uh, the technology you've seen them now is, is way beyond um, when you're just walking around looking at pictures hanging on the wall. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, the Louvre is nice, but walking along and looking at pictures on the wall gets old pretty fast. Being interactive <laughs> in in a project. Okay, so one last I get. So what do you? What else you got in your back pocket? What other projects are you working on that you're really proud of? Really excited about? Well, I mean, uh, some some awesome projects we're working on are uh, we're, we're doing some nursing and uh, dental schools. Uh, for some community colleges that are that are that are coming out and the innovation that we're doing with those is the shortage that also came uh, livid in during uh, COVID was yeah. the nursing shortage and it it's, continues to be a problem and um, and and we are placing uh, some very innovative high-end schools in uh, in communities of need in in getting that pool of the community into the nursing programs high paying jobs which are which are very transformative uh for those for those uh communities offering those jobs and a direct <clears throat> access to hospitals uh we are working on some some very cool uh schools for for texas in texas and some major programs through a disd and some other districts that are uh some major high schools um, one of them is uh, South Oak Cliff, which was a huge uh, transformative project that we did um, in in the Dallas School District. That, so. Yeah, that is that's that's really remarkable <laughs> what you did with that. Well, look, we can't wait to see the uh, the museum. I gather the last I saw it was slated for opening around mid 2025. We need to get you physically down here more often. Get you out of St. Louis. You know, we play pretty good baseball down here now too. I, I, I heard about that. <laughs> even if you all beat us occasionally anyway michael kennedy ceo of kai architects talking about the new national juneteenth museum today it's good to have you with us thank you it was good to be here thank you thanks for more of our conversation go to krld.com slash ceo i'm david johnson news radio 1080 krld